All right, my brother, I'm just going to dive right in. Let's roll, baby. Hell yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Combat Life. I am your host, Curran Jacobs. And today, <laughs> it's so crazy how life works. Because when I was wrestling at Michigan State, there were days where I literally did not want to go in the training room. I was sore, hungry, just beat up mentally, emotionally, physically. And I would think about this Spartan who had just an extreme amount of success on the mat and in mixed martial arts. And he was a huge inspiration for me during my tenure at MSU. And I am honored to have Gray Maynard on. How the heck are you, brother? I'm doing great. Phenomenal, man. Always phenomenal. (laughs) Always phenomenal. I love to hear it. So post-UFC life, you have opened up a gym called Primed Combat right here in Lansing, Michigan. Um, What what led you to that decision to open up the gym where, Mm. honestly, you could open it anywhere you wanted with with your resume, but right here in Lansing, Michigan, brother, what uh, let us know. What, what led you to that? Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, you know, I went to Michigan State and um, I had a best friend up there. He grew up in Portland area, which is just west of Lansing. And, um, you know, great guy. We roomed together all five years. Um, anyways, the last year, my sister came out and they met and... Um, you know, got together, ended up getting married right after. And, and when I moved back out West, my sister moved out here and, um, they've been here, you know, ever since and, and, um, two kids and, you know, just a great guy, great family. And, um, when COVID happened, we were kind of, you know, knowing we wanted to get out of there and, get out of Las Vegas. It was kind of close. It was kind of closing in on us. Um, wanted to raise our kids, you know, more outdoorsy and, and, um, and, uh, we were looking at a couple spots, Montana. We're looking at here. Um, we ended up moving my mom out here, uh, cause my dad passed away during COVID and, um, yeah, we got my mom a house right by them. And, uh, like a mile down the road or a mile on the river, you can like literally kayak to their house. And, um, yeah. So (laughs) once we got out here, we knew, um, it just kind of, it was just right. You know, the kids were together, family together, you know, everybody helping each other, everybody arguing. And, and I mean, it's just, that's what a family does, right? (laughs) Absolutely, brother. 100%. And we actually had a chance to visit your gym. Uh, Adam Towner and I are, are a, a friendly, awesome, uh, energetic cameraman and editor. And yeah. uh, brother, I caught you. You had a student in there, and it was really cool to watch. Just to just to see how passionate you were when it comes to teaching everything you know. But one thing that I could not help but notice <laughs> is the amount of professional fighters that are flocking to your gym right now just trying to soak up as much po- uh, of your knowledge as they possibly can uh, yeah. no, no surprise there but what what what's your mission with primed combat 
you know, ultimately my mission with, with that is, is, um, you know, introducing people to the combat arts, um, in a safe environment, you know, it's, it's, it's not a pro gym, pro athletes, you know, come there to train and we work on the details, um, you know, and, and every now and again, jump in a class and help teach. But, but ultimately it's, it's, uh, you know, we got blend smoothie bar with, with great coffee, great nutrition. You know, my wife's a nutritionist and, um, you know, ultimately we wanted to help people get healthy. That, 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 that's our main priority is, um, you know, taking in the general public, introducing people to jujitsu or kickboxing and, and, uh, make them, you know, understand that, that you don't have to just run on a treadmill, you know, kind of like a hamster. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's cool. You can learn stuff. You, you're, you're constantly growing. Um, it's, it's an individual sport, but of course you have your team and, uh, we're, we're big on the health part. We're big on the nutrition part. We're big on the movement part, moving your body. Uh, you know, Dan Gable, he said it, um, he said your body's like a body of water. You know, it can either be a pond, stagnant, nasty, murky or it can be a stream constantly moving flushing the impurities away and and uh yeah i learned that a long time ago and i knew knew as an adult um you know as i get older i just want to take care of my body i want to keep i want to keep moving i want to you know climb mountains i want to surf i want to fly fish i want you know to be active like with my kids and and to be able to do that, you have to have a well-rounded, uh, you know, uh, holistic approach to, you know, taking care of your body. That's incredible. And we had a chance to shoot a UFC vlog type, you know, little episode at Gray's Gym. We're going to be releasing that sometime in August. You do not want to miss that. But when we stepped in there, man, you were with a student who was not a professional athlete. And that student, when you wrapped your session, like I could tell immediately, uh, they did not want to leave. Like they wanted yeah. more. They wanted yeah, yeah. more, and they and yeah. they wanted to talk with you and and you know just uh, soak up as much time of yours as they possibly could. And it was pretty. Uh, that was phenomenal to witness. Um, yeah. But you know, it, for the amount of violence you're capable of unleashing, you're one of the. The, most, the nicest, most genuine human beings I've come across. You know, I, I came across you at uh, Extreme Couture when you were training for fights. And even then, you were just such a humble, nice guy. And I really appreciated that. So how the, how the heck did you come up with the nickname or who gave you the nickname The Bully? Yeah, it kind of started in college. I, I, um, I ended up rescuing a dog, a bull terrier. Um, and, uh, he was, he was definitely, um, dog aggressive and just an aggressive dog, an aggressive dog. But, but, uh, when I got him, his name was tank and we changed it to Hank because I didn't want him to be aggressive, but he still had that, <laughs> that in him. Right. And, uh, we, do you remember the soccer games, the preseasons? soccer games absolutely uh it was yeah. tackle soccer it was the preseason training msu oh my gosh yeah. wild crazy and, 
so like, like my dog would play and he just, he, he wouldn't, he was relentless. He wanted the ball, wanted the ball until he would like, like basically pass out just so <laughs> aggressive. And yeah, it was, it was, uh, he just was aggressive. And then when we went on the runs, it was, um, he had to be in front and I was never a big runner. <laughs> Right. Oh, I ran either. I hate it. But I wasn't at the at the top of the pack. And he would literally be choking himself, crying <laughs> until we passed him to the person in front. So, anyways, this dog was just a beast. He was great with humans. Uh, you know, we had a couple problems, but <laughs> uh great with humans, but he would take out heavyweights, you know, when we played that game. So anyways, um, you know, I had this, this aggressive bull terrier and, um, you know, my style in the practice room, it was, it was usually hard to get partners with me. <laughs> and, uh, so it just kind of, it just kind of got coined, you know, you guys are bullies. And I like to clarify is, uh, we bully our goals, you know, not people. And, um, you know, we just try to get to our goals and, you know, my dog was the same way. He wanted to be at the front of the pack or he wanted the ball and, and he did whatever he had to do to get it, you know, you know just like me. Yeah. And, and yeah, to piggyback off of what you're saying, no, by no means are you a, a bully to people. Uh, you certainly are a, a bully in the, uh, uh, the practice room when you're going after your goals, I had a chance to roll with you, uh, Five, six years ago, seven, something like that when you were at Extreme Couture. And after that, I was like, holy crap, this guy would not let up. Just yeah. suffocating. But that that is your wrestling style. It's the style that led you to become just a phenomenal fighter. Um, but speaking of real bullying, my man, like, you know, kids, like you have kids. I have a nine-year-old son. And th in this day and age... Like our kids are experiencing things that you and I never experienced as kids. You know, we had AOL dial up parents trying to kick us off the AOL dial up. I'm expecting yeah. a phone call. Yeah. But our kids nowadays have these phones and cyberbullying is so real. You know, the media is not talking about this enough with depression and the suicide rates just skyrocketing. And um, it should be talked about mental health period should be talked about way more than it is. So I wanted to ask you, do you think that combat sports, when it comes to training, um, can help these people with, with mental health to, you know, gain an edge over, over their mind? Yeah, there's a lot of studies that, that uh, you know, really put uh, learning the combat sports with, with, with you know, brain health and, and uh you know, I know that they were doing a little bit of studies on like Parkinson's and just brain health, but, but more importantly, yeah, it, it, it does give you that confidence. And, and for me, um, you know, I tell people this was probably the greatest, uh, therapy I've ever had, you know, training from the time I was a little kid all the way up. I mean, stuff just rolled off my back pretty easy because it does mellow me out. There isn't that constant edge. Um, when I get a good workout, I feel 
drained, but, but pure and clear, you know, it, it, you know, and I'm saying that now that I'm changing over to, you know, to coaching, um, people that come in a little overweight or overweight and they're getting in there, losing weight, exercising, sweating, pushing the limits. And they just look to me like, this is, this is unbelievable. Or, or we <laughs> give them a meal plan and, and it's just like, man, I can't believe that, that this works or whatever. And it's, it's just basically a, uh, it's just basically a healthy meal plan, you know, eating a little healthy eating consistently and, and moving your body. And, um, I think that we have gotten so far away from the, the core of who we are and nutrition and, uh, and moving your body and exercising and, and, and whether it's just doing outdoor work or going to the gym or, you know, having a community that that's like-minded. I mean, um, you know, I'd really like to see, uh, you know, more people go that route and put down the phone a little bit. I mean, it's, it, we all, we all do it. We all, um, we're probably on our phones a little bit too much and, and we, we tell yep. ourselves, you know, it's business or whatever it is. And, uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's, 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 you know, moving your body, eating healthy, taking care, you know, people put into retirement, they put money in every week, every month, whatever it is. And they're, they're thinking about retirement, 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 you know, I got to have enough money. Well, you got to have enough health too, you know, and, and you got to put, you got to put, it's just like, putting into retirement is, you know, being healthy because you want to, you want to maximize that time of your life as well. I couldn't agree with you more. And and that goes off of what our kids are dealing with nowadays. All that cheap dopamine. Uh, we have DoorDash. I mean, all of these distractions that are keeping people from recognizing that we come from people that a hundred years ago, sh shoveling, hitting the fields, working constantly um and we have definitely lost that in, in, in today's generation so you um have opened a gym that's really a friendly phenomenal atmosphere for anyone that wants to work on not only their physical health but their mental health can come in and be trained by one of the greats and you you've got uh, your wife is right in the same building doing all the nutrition and the coffee and the shakes right yep yep oh. Man. We got acai bowls. We got uh, smoothies, great smoothies. We got coffee. We got mushroom coffee. We got uh, a lot of different stuff. And Jess went to school. He got master's degree in human nutrition and functional uh, medicine. And um, oh. yeah, so really so. smart, Alan. And and we try to blend it, you know. And that's what it's called, blend. <laughs> um, you know. <laughs> We try to blend the try to blend the nutrition and the movement. And the reason I like um, you know combat sports uh, for the movement part of it is, um, I mean, as human beings, other than running, combat was the first forms of 
exercise. I mean, you know, cavemen would get pissed at each other, punch each other, bend over like, wow, I'm tired. <laughs> that was good. That was crazy. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> you know? So, I mean, yeah. that, that, it, it's just true. It's, it's, it's hilarious, but it's true. It's in all our bloods. And, uh, you know, do I want everybody to get into a cage? No. Um, you know, but, uh, you know, I definitely want people to use it as a tool to, to get healthy, to enjoy what they're doing, to take a couple hours of their week and, and, and really have a good time, uh, you know, learning the arts and, and, um, sweating a little bit. <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. it, brother. Uh, <clears throat> building off of that topic, I have a really good friend. He's a high school wrestling coach and he, he posed this question to me and I thought there, there's no better person to ask than you. So I'm going to, I'm going to ask his question. And it was, he was curious to understand what building mental toughness looks like. So what are some strategies that you used to build mental toughness in life and in the sport that has literally built your unbreakable mindset? That goes back to kids these days. And, and, um, you know, I grew up, you know, I kind of grew up a little tough. Um, we moved all over the place. You know, I had to meet new friends. I grew up with a stutter and, um, uh, you know, always constantly changing. Uh, you know, we, we definitely weren't well off. We definitely were on the poorer end and, um, you know, but it, it really gave me a chance to figure everything out, right? Each each moment, it was like I got to figure this out, you know. And and I got into trouble, and I got into you know gangs at a time when I was young, and and I mean, yeah, it it was just constantly. But my parents always preached, you know, um, being a good person, being, um, you know, and just as an active boy, I was looking for adventure. I was looking for thrills. I was look, and I still do. I, I, I rock climb, I ice climb. I, I, I'll, I'll camp alone and you know, whatever I, you know, I'm always looking for that. Um, and, uh, but growing up like that, I think it really gave, you know, and I left home in the 10th grade like right after the 10th grade, moved out to Ohio to chase a dream. And, and, um, point being is we got to let these kids figure out, I don't know if I can cuss, but we got to let (laughs) these kids figure out stuff on, on their own to an extent, you know, we got to give them the confidence and even coaching. I want them to know, look, I'll be here. I'm here for you. But there's only a certain time I'm here for you, coaching you. You're going to have different coaches. You're going to have different bosses. At the end of the day, you need to take responsibility for being your best coach. Whatever I tell you, you have a choice. You either take it in or you don't take it in. And that's on you, right? You got to know what you need to take in and what you need to to throw away. And I... I really feel like, um, you know, and it was probably at our age too. I'm not, I'm not saying right now, but like, it, it's really easy for kids to just 
say, you know, the, you know, it's not my problem or it's not my fault. It's not my fault. Uh, the coach is this, that, or whatever. And, and at the end of the day, you know, and I've been through it too, but, but, um, at the end of the day, I really want people to, to, to take charge of their career kids and people to take charge of their lives, to take charge of their careers and, and have a little bit of balls to, uh, pick and choose, navigate what they need to do. And I mean, with that comes confidence, right? And, um, um, you know, I think confidence is a big part of the mental toughness, you know, and preparation. I, you know, I tell kids all the time, preparation builds confidence. If you believe in your preparation and, and just because it's Gray Maynard telling you what to do doesn't mean that you're always going to believe it. You know, but if you take charge of your own career and or your own style or your own whatever, and you communicate with me like, hey, I don't like that. Great. Let's figure out something else. And I like that feedback. So um, I think, you know, just just giving kids the opportunity and 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 telling them and uh trying to trying to support them to make those choices and take a hold of their lives and take a hold of their career and not put the blame on other people and being able to have broad like shoulders to carry the weight if they are wrong right and 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 it's not a problem we don't we don't lose we learn and um you know, if you did make that choice and, and, and you did lose or it did hurt you, let's figure it out. You know, let's, let's do it together. You've got me so revved up right now. I'm a school teacher and I can't tell, take charge, accept accountability. Don't point your finger and make excuses, play the victim. Don't do any of that garbage. It's only going to hold you back. And that message was clear as day with what you just said. Yeah. So for those of you listening, I hope you really take that to heart because, you know, your June, your journey, Gray, has been inspirational. I mean, again, back when I was wrestling for state, you didn't know me. You didn't know me, but I knew you. I was watching you accomplish your dreams. Then in turn made me want to get after it even more. So I really appreciate someone like you that has come from that rough background who has, hasn't made excuses um, I'm blown away by some of the things you revealed about your upbringing. That's that's going to be inspirational for a lot of kids and adults out there listening to us right now that otherwise might do that point and blame, point and blame, and never accept that accountability for themselves. But my man, I I, I want to end the podcast, which has been phenomenal, with allowing you an opportunity to send a message out to our listeners. Um, who may not even be from Michigan, who may want to travel in and train with you and uh, get to know you a little bit at your gym. So what would you like? Final words for our combat life audience. Oh, um, about, about coming to train at the gym or absolutely. Or, 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 
train at the gym. You yeah. say whatever final words you want. Oh brother. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, um, you know, just going back to what you were talking about, the upbringing and stuff. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, we all live one life, and we're we're we're, we're definitely, you know, and that's kind of why I got the tattoo when I was trying out for the Olympic team. One life, roll the dice, and and uh, you know, um, we're all going to take that last breath. You know, eventually. And there's the, there's no way around that. And, uh, you definitely want to look back on it and, and, uh, you know, know you did what you needed to do to, um, to, um, to better your life and, to to, to create what, what you wanted, of course. And, and there's going to be ups and downs. Everybody has ups and downs and everybody makes mistakes and everybody, you know, makes bad choices and good choices. And, and, um, you know, uh, a quote, you know, I like to live by is, is, you know, tough times don't last, but tough people do. And, um, you know, as long as you can, can know that, that when you're in the, when you're in it, right. In those tough times, it's, 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 it's not just gonna disappear, you know, unless you pull up your britches and, put on your work boots and put on your hard hat and, and, you know, take care of business. And, and, um, uh, you know, that's just, that's just a part of life. And that's why I like wrestling. That's why I like combat sports is because at the end of the day, you walk out there alone, you have a team, you have people helping you, but, but, um, you know, it really is up to you. And, um, um, uh, coming into my gym, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's more of a check your ego at the door and, and help people get better. And, and, and with helping people get better, you get better as well. And, and, um, you know, just, just, uh, just really enjoying the process and the journey and, and, um, you know, it can be a long journey, whether you compete or not, um, you know, I just had a competition last weekend, you know, I had a grappling match with, uh, with a black belt and, and, um, you know, he's a great guy. And, and, uh, the people we meet on this journey is, is, is at the end of the day, you know, going to be worth more than any losses, any victories and, and, um, and, and not only, the people we meet on the journey, but, um, you know, the fact that we really meet ourselves, you know, on the journey and who we are. My man, ladies and gentlemen, gray Maynard brother. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Thank you oh. so much for taking time out of your uh, busy schedule to hop on here and, and give us some of your perspective and experiences, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, man. Good times. I appreciate the call. Absolutely. All right, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, until next time.